JNCA show after the Ashes show, man. For December 13, 2023. How's it going? How goes it? Oh, God, we all got burned. The Toronto Blue Jays fans, including myself, got burned so fucking hard on the show Halo Time. We're doing I, I don't know. So, oh my God, this is going to be a baseball episode. Because, uh,. I've been, you know, so if you don't know, if you're not a baseball fan and you don't want to listen to this, move on. But this is going to sound like a continuation of my past episodes. Episode 260 from March 16th, 22. Replying to angry old baseball yellers and episode 310 earlier this year from March 1st, 23. Uh, it's cap is a cap. So some related topics, I might repeat the points there, but I try not to. So uh, Shoya Otani, probably the Babe Ruth of our era, the century. Uh, the biggest free agent in all four major sports, I would say, has signed with the Los Angeles Dodgers as sort of expected. But on Friday, uh, Friday, the I, I've never had so much fun following something refreshing the threads. I don't have Twitter, so I have threads. And then other MLBTradeRumors.com and all those websites and see what the fuck is transpiring in this uh, free agency saga of Shohei Otani, who pitches and hits. Like a motherfucker. Um, and probably the best baseball player in my generation that I can think of. Probably since Barry Bonds, but also as a two-way player. I haven't seen that in my fucking lifetime, you know, since Babe Ruth, right? So, you know, it's 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 once-in-a-lifetime thing. And then uh, Blue Jays are apparently in on this free agent uh, to a point where Otani visited the spring training complex in Dunedin, Florida. You know, in the yada, 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 you know, they try to, you know, leverage all the Japanese resource they got, including their pitcher, uh, uh, Yusei Kikuchi and all that stuff. You know, and then a lot of rumors are flying around and then I woke up Friday morning and then the, the, somebody somewhere, one of the Twitter guy, uh, put a thing saying, you know, there is a private jet flying from the fucking, uh, uh, where was it, Santa, Santa Ana, uh, you know, private airport there to Toronto. Later today, it's on the it's on the flight, you know, plan, and then everybody started freaking out. It's like, oh my God, Shohei's coming because Shohei's in Orange County, and uh, California, Southern California, and there was a joke I think by the TSN, which is the same joke I ended up making on Threads before I heard about it. It was like, quick, you know, after that, I was like, quick, look for all the reservations in the clubs and the restaurants in downtown Toronto near the Rogers Center. Financial district, wherever to see, you know, any anything is booked under whatever code name because that's what happened during the decision with LeBron in 2010, 2011, when he decided to take his talents to South Beach. You know, it kind of got spoiled once uh, Dwayne Wade's people booked a fucking private club, you know, thing that night in South Beach, you know, in Miami, and then it was like, oh shit, it's a foregone conclusion, and then he said he's gonna take his talents to South Beach, and yada yada, rest is history. And apparent, and then apparently, uh, Carlo Koliakov or somebody on the TSN radio, you know, ten fifty said made a joke saying, you know, book Kikuchi's wife booked it for fifty people or something. And then, I guess it kind of got out of hand where some people took it as an actual rumor, news worthy thing without really verifying. And then people ran away with it. And around the two ten p.m. Eastern or you know eleven ten Pacific. I think Dodger Nation posted saying Shohei Otani is going to sign with the Blue Jays. Confirmed Dodgers are out of it. And then it started a whole domino of like fucking people panicking and then replying where the Rodgers 
you know, Sportsnet guys who also, you know, Rogers owns the Blue Jays. Ben Nicholson Smith and Shai Davidi, the baseball analyst on that channel, said um, Shohei has not made a decision. So basically, saying without saying, he didn't say yes, and he said no. And I think uh, Ken Rosenthal and the other reputable guy said, no, no, he hasn't made a decision yet. And I think John Paul Morosi, do I have a soft spot for that guy? He lives in Ann Arbor. Uh, said uh, Shohei's on his way to Toronto from the flight itinerary or whatever. You know, like an hour later. And Bob Nightingale from Indy Star, Annapolis, uh, just wrote back saying he is not on that plane. He is at home. And Ken Rosenthal, uh, John Heyman also confirmed he is, you know, Shohei's home. And come Saturday, nothing. And then somebody said press conferences at 6 o'clock. And I go, what the fuck? And then nothing happened, 6 o'clock Eastern. And come Saturday afternoon, Shohei posts saying, I signed with the Dodgers, which is kind of, you know, what was expected. And, you know, Blue Jays fans, and the, the figure came out 10 years, $700 million. But in reality, it's about $46 million that's going to count towards a competitive balance tax uh, for the MLB's accounting purpose. But for the actual accounting for what's going to go into Shohei's uh, pocket, it will be $2 million a year. Assuming that he's gonna make about forty-five million in endorsements, and he's gonna get the sixty-eight million a year, ten years after. So basically, starting in twenty thirty-four, so he's gonna defer ninety whatever something percent. What the hell is that? Uh, yeah, ninety-seven percent of his salary basically until afterwards, and he'll get paid sixty-eight million dollars a year starting in twenty thirty-four. And this is apparently an idea that Shohei's agent has put forth to all the potential suitors, including the Blue Jays and the Chicago Cubs and the San Francisco Giants. Those are the names that were out there. And they obviously, you know, asked uh, this entire ordeal to be kept in private. Don't talk about it, which is why none of the general managers and the executives uh, and any of the teams said anything except for Dave Roberts and the Dodgers said, we really want him. And the Dodgers PR had to put, you know, pull him aside and be like, yeah, and then uh, he's not available anymore. Because, you know, Shohei asked for this, you know, trust and all that stuff. It's like a Kawhi Leonard situation. And my joke when I saw the whole flight itinerary thing was like, this is like the Kawhi Leonard for the Raptors situation. He's just going to fly over there to say no. <laughs> and if you're curious, so what the fuck was on that plane? It was Robert Herjavec, the Canadian dragon slash the shark from Shark Tank slash the Dragon's Den. He was flying back with his family from Southern California. Private jets get passed around too, believe it or not. Just because it's private doesn't mean it's owned just by one person. You know, sometimes private jets get used up by others. It's just private because you can't afford it. <laughs> and Robert Hershvac had a good joke about like, oh, I'm glad to be signed by the Blue Jays and all that stuff. You know, people are anticipating that like, oh, it left at 2 o'clock and then it landed at 6, you know, that kind of deal, blah, blah, blah. You know, and then and awful announcing had the whole thing about like, you know, what matters. And Bob Nightingale spoke up about, you know, getting it wrong, that kind of thing. You know, getting getting it, you know, being the first should not be the game in the name of journalism, which I agree with. And then a lot of people just knock Bob for like, oh, San Diego Padres back in the day. You know, Bob predicted that they're going to go for Juan Soto, extending Juan Soto and Choi Otani. Therefore, Bob Nightingale's wrong. <laughs> I also kind of go like, you know, the San Diego Padres had the owner, uh, what's his face, uh, Peter, Peter Seidler, 
who was actually a very, you know, trying owner, who I think he took a ridiculous amount of loan, like $200 million or something to go on the spending spree that he was doing uh, for the club. And then he died. He had, you know, he had he was diagnosed with cancer. Yeah. And then, and then it's like it, it, they reached the limit on the, they started at 50 or more for next year, but it went around like 200 million or something. Uh, you know, and I, I it cash, they had cash flow issues, but the guy was really trying um, to win. But anyways, I, I just go like, people are like arguing stupid shit on threads. And so number one, they try to like, everybody's trying to dunk on everybody because I haven't really been on Twitter. So this is the first time I get interacted with like these real, real time, like social media postings. Threads was a shit show. And I just like was like I'm just staring at this that good five hours just going like this is the wildest shit ever, and then Shohei and then end up going to Toronto. And then second of all, everyone's just trying to like, like dunk on everybody, including like, oh, why should Bob Nightingale speak when he was like predicting this about the Padres? And then I just go like eh, that's awfully short sighted and cheap way of like putting Bob down, considering what has happened to the owner and. Bob had absolutely no knowledge that the fucking owner is going to pass and he had to take another $50 million loan in September that nobody fucking knew about. So, I'm sorry, hindsight's 2020, but this kind of like dumb fuckery of short-sightedness is just unbelievable. Second of all, that's not the only dumb fuckery that I saw aside from people panicking over this Otani situation. Like, the real time of, like, people panicking. And now, how did the Dodger nation just get a wind of it just saying, oh, Shohei's not coming to L.A.? You know, and then just, like, just go down this wormhole, like, you know, throwing people off and this shit. That's unbelievable. I really question that. And then I feel like they got away with it. John Paul, whatever. John Paul Morosi, he apologized. But I just go, like, you know, to a point where all the baseball journalists are like, oh, you make us look bad, blah, blah, blah. I also kind of go, like, well, none of you really had sources either other than don't talk about it kind of deal um and i just go like okay and the third of all the third dumb fuckery that happened after the the figures came out about 700 million for 10 years which in reality is like 700 million over 20 years (laughs) um it's like all these people going like baseball's broken it needs a cap i'm not gonna go into the financial hypocrisy of baseball listen to episode 310 about that and then the dumb fucking thinking of the old timers from episode 260 baseball is not broken i'm glad some people stepped up and said the same thing i ended up replying to a few people baseball is broken how can the small teams compete yada 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 please stop this nonsense billionaires and millionaires agreed the Major League Baseball and the Major League Players Association knew about this and agreed in their collective bargaining agreement last year when they got into the whole labor situation a year ago, last winter. Remember all that? And then there's no MLB wants a cap. That's never going to happen with the Players Association. And also, the Players Association, don't, and then they didn't have a particular limit on how much you can defer. Now, the league can come in and overrule and say, this is a circumvention of finances or blah, blah, blah. I think that's what MLB Trade Rumors did a great job uh, writing this out, saying Aaron Judge last year. I think the Giants were looking at like 14 years for $400 million or something. 
But 14 years doesn't make sense because that's going to put Aaron Judge at the end of the contract and he's 44. And then MLB could have easily gone in and said, you're being ridiculous. And Otani, on the other hand, he'll be like, what, 35, 30, you know, 7 at the end of the contract, which makes more sense. You know, people like Miguel Cabrera play until they're 41 and then it's like, yo, I'm done. And then like forego the last year of the deal, basically, at least in theory, from the salary balances of it. But like, unless it's that like abhorrent or like fucking ridiculous, I mean, everybody has a common sense. So don't say the baseball is broken. This is not a failure of a system. And every time this mega contract comes along, whatever it's A-Rod back in 2001, signing that 10-year contract for like, even now it's a huge deal, like that 300 million, 280 million that he signed back in, you know, 20 years ago, right? No one really reached that number until the last decade or so. And the reality is these rich fucking owners find a way to finance these salaries somehow. And contract in baseball is guaranteed so why are people that's not their own fucking money going like baseball is broken how can Shohei make 70 million dollars a year and I'm like I'm sorry I think that's that's that was a market and then with a the deferment of the pay deference I you know whatever it just made sense that's the only way to catch this kind of attention and I, I just go like yeah then what's wrong with that baseball Again, I'm going to say this that I said in it back in the episode 310. For something that is the the longest running America's pastime, the fans have this myopic view of not following the American principles of a fucking economics and the business. Of free market, meritocracy, and the capitalism. The fact that these fans don't realize it and these are the same people that are most likely going to be conservative Republicans that's going to, say, uphold the family values. But when it comes to this kind of shit that one person seems to go off the tangent, which really isn't because it's free market dictating what the market, the supply demand is, they don't like it because they didn't get it themselves. This is a stupidity of the, the sports fans. That I and then it just it just lacks a financial literacy. Sometimes I wonder, man, did the like what do these people learn? But then again, there are a lot of morons out there. So that I go like, you know, why am I not surprised? These people, if the, all of them are that smart, they wouldn't run business, would they? You know, or if they're that smart, they wouldn't give a shit to get mad about this shit and say something stupid like baseball is broken. No, baseball is not broken. It's very healthy with very healthy owners who can have a credit line to pull fucking $200 million. Like the San Diego Padres, which is a much smaller market than the Los Angeles Dodgers. The fact that these billionaires can pull off that kind of credit line or that kind of build that much wealth to do that, I think you need to reverse and look at the system and really say, I think the economy as a whole is broken, not the fucking baseball economy. That's the stupidity of these fucking fans. Say, baseball's broken. What are the pirates going to do? Did you know that the pirates fucking lied about their fucking cash flow, basically? To say, oh, our, 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 our club is a law, so only money we get. Jesus Christ, we need, really need a split of the money amongst all the 30 franchises, blah, 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 along with the Miami Marlins. And then, 
what did that result in for the Pirates? Now the regional sports deals are falling off left and right. And last year, they finally spent money to re-sign Brian Reynolds out of all fucking people. This is the same franchise that let go Barry Bond. This is the same fucking franchise that got, let go Jason Schmidt. This is the same fucking franchise that let go fucking Jason Bay. Fucking Garrett Cole. Jameis Tyon. I can go on and on. They they fucking financial engineer to a point it ticked off the other owners that are like, you know, pirates, if you really want to stay competitive, you can stay competitive. And the thing is, sports franchise values are never higher than they have been given the reality of the media landscape and the advertising dollars that are present. Yeah, the regional sports networks are going down in certain markets, and that's fucked over some you know franchises like the Padres, maybe the you know Pirates and others. At the same time, look, the thing is, these owners got to their place to buy these franchises because they can have a leverage or come with the leverage. The Major League Baseball approves all this and say, "Hey, are you an owner who can really?" Run a franchise, and when it and when it's in a rainy day, the league doesn't have to step in and then give you emergency funding to fund your franchise and your staff. They do all those due diligences. There will be a fucking another hundred millionaire or billionaire, which we got way too many of, you know, and then you can just get them. It's like the oligarchs of money. So. Don't come and tell you know, like don't give me this dumbass argument that baseball is broken. It is healthy. The players know this, and I don't know why anyone knocks baseball players for making the money. They you know play the most number of the fucking you know games in a regular season over a hundred at least as long as they stay healthy. That's more than basketball, baseball, hockey, and even soccer, football, association football. Oh, it's less physical toll, blah, 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 compared to, like, physical sports like the uh, gridiron football and hockey. True. But at the same time, that's not the baseball has been. That's why it's a different sport. I don't understand. And given you're playing double number of, like, the seasons in a regular season, hell, you, maybe you deserve a double the pay at that point. Well, you don't play every minute, everybody. I don't give a shit. Shohei Otani by himself is not going to win the championship for the Los Angeles Dodgers. No one player has lifted the team and won by himself in baseball. If that was the case, then the Seattle Mariners of Ichiro should have made the playoffs every fucking season. That has not happened, has it? Because somebody needs to drive Ichiro home. The teams have the money. The teams and the you know players have an agreement to... D- handle anything competitive parody and whatnot so stop this nonsense about baseball is broken what is wrong with baseball's finances we need a cap cut the crap cap is a cap i'm gonna say that again that is the most un-american uncapitalistic concept of free spending that european soccer is doing and they try to, you know, they got their oligarchs to where Everton, they just got deducted 10 points for the fairness and competitive balance. And then they're like, Everton fans are mad. It's like, fucking Man City do it with their fucking uh, Qatari oil money. And you're not going to say shit, but you're going to do that to us? Yeah, I see that fucking argument. 
And then, yeah. And then, but then that's how. That's how it works. It's a good old boys club. You're mostly men. Old white men. And now oil men. Money that's coming in. And that's going to happen in North American sports pretty soon too. Which is sad. But also, that is a capitalism working in a full swing. And that has been agreed between two parties. So let's stop this nonsense about and that like there are a lot of nonsenses that I just read online and I just had to speak through it and it gave me an episode material. Thank you. But anyways, I want to check in just before the Christmas next week. Have a great rest of the weekend and then uh oh, it will be winter solstice or just before. We'll see you next week. Peace out.